Hey everyone, this is Joseph Bosco, pastor of Highway Church. Thanks for joining us on our podcast. You know, all of us need the right kind of voices in our lives. Voices that inspire us to know the one who made us. Voices that awaken our divine destiny and reveal to us the goodness of God. Well, that's what this ministry is all about. So enjoy the message. Listen, we want to finish up our series. Grab a hold of this word today. It is, uh, it is life-changing, okay? This is part four of four. This is going to finish our series, Act Like It's True, all right? And we're going to go right to it in John uh, chapter four, okay? John chapter four. Uh, and we're going to start in verse 7. So please go back and listen to parts 1 through 3. We're not going to review today. For time's sake, we're going to get right into the conclusion of this series. All right? So here's Jesus talking about. Uh, he's revealing, about to reveal to this woman who's lost that if she will put her faith in him, that inside of her will materialize this well of nonstop life, this limitless well of Christ's life, okay? We want you to know that if you put your faith in Jesus Christ, all right, if you've confessed with your mouth Jesus as Lord of your life and you've believed in your heart, that God raised him for the dead for you, he did it for you, then you have been born again of the Spirit of God, and inside of you is the very life of Christ. It's in you now. You don't have to ask God for it. You don't have to ask him to move and help you, or you can ask him to help you, but you don't have to ask him to do what he's already done. You can know that the life of Christ is in you, all right? I hear so much asking of God to do things that he's already done. That's what I'm trying to say. The life of Christ is already in you, all right? It is a well of life. It is a limitless well of life. And today we're going to learn how to draw out that life so you can experience it daily, all right? Let's look at what Jesus said. Let's start in verse 7 of John chapter 4. There came a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. So it's just Jesus, okay, sitting by the well. This woman comes to the well to draw water. The Samaritan woman therefore said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask me for a drink since I am a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. So there's a major cultural clash here, right? Okay. And, and Jesus, according to culture, is not supposed to be talking to this woman. But guess what? Jesus rises above culture. And he treats people with the love and respect because he, well, of God because he knows that we're all made in the image of God. Right? Let's keep reading. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God, he's talking about himself now. He's a gift to us, isn't he? And who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, 
you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. She said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? Now, you remember in this series, we've been talking about being uh, naturally minded or speaking natural words or flesh words as opposed to being spiritually minded and speaking spirit words. We saw in John 6, Jesus speaking spirit words. This is what he does. He's speaking spirit words again. He's not talking about the H2O that's down in the ground. He's talking about the spirit of God that's in him that he wants to give to her. All right, but she's not getting that because she's, she's uh, in, in, in the natural in her thinking, all right? She says to, to Jesus, you are not greater than our father Jacob, are you, who gave us this well and drank of it himself and his sons and his cattle. Jesus answered and said to her, everyone who drinks of this water shall thirst again. It's just natural, right? But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him, spiritual, shall never thirst. Powerful. But the water that I shall give him, give him, shall become to him a well of water springing up to eternal life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, this is so good. I want to make sure I get all this in. Listen, inside of you is all of the victory you could ever need and so much more. It's in your spirit. I want you to access this today. I want you to walk in this this week. And I, and I was just, I put on some worship music this morning and a song came on that was kind of... And it might be a popular worship song, but the guy's kind of crying out to God, hoping God's going to do something. And my heart goes out to the one who wrote it. I thought, man, he just doesn't realize that Jesus did it. It's a finished work. We're not in this um, desperate situation hoping God moves. You might feel like you're in a desperate situation, but I want to tell you God has already moved. He's already made provision for you to come out of that situation and walk in the life and victory of Christ. <laughs> so you can be assured, you can come to him with confidence. There's nothing wrong with asking God for help. I do that. I say, Father, help, help us, help us. That's all right because we need assistance from him. But I want you to know that he's already given his son for you and in the gift as Jesus put it, the gift of God, in that gift is your deliverance. It's already given. Your deliverance has already been given to you. I'm speaking spirit words to you. You may not look delivered. You may not feel delivered, but you have been delivered through the gift of God's Son. Every bondage of your life has been broken. It's, this is all a part. Your wholeness was an important part of the finished work of Christ. All right? When you receive Christ, the Holy Spirit deposited in you an endless source of life. 
Jesus calls it everlasting life. That is an adjective that describes the quality of the life inside of you. It's not natural life, it's eternal life. It's a life that, that is greater than anything in this world, that's greater than Satan and his demons, that's greater than darkness or depression. It's the everlasting, the eternal, the divine life of God. The divine life of Christ is in you now. Right now, the divine life of Christ is in you now. How do we access that? Now, I like this, this illustration here, this real-life example that Jesus gives us in the Scriptures. He talks about a well. Now, even today in, in modern America, right, depending on where you live, especially in areas that are maybe outside of the city, there are homes that access their water through a well, right? So sometimes if you're shopping for a home, is it well water or is it town or city? And even today, there are still in this nation and around the world, there are some places where they have to access that well manually. They have to literally go to the well and lower something into that well to pull out the water, all right? So we can still relate to this, this uh, to what a well is, and maybe you've done some work in that area, right? And it's a special thing to have a well on your property. When I was a kid, my grandpa would take me uh, to a place that had an artesian well, and we'd pull up on the side of the road, and they had a, a hill. Their property uh, came down to the road on a hill, and out of that hill was a pipe. It must have been, I don't know, I, I'm thinking it's like a two-inch pipe. And it just water gushed out of that pipe, just 24-7. And people would come and just fill up their gallon jugs. My grandpa would probably bring like eight gallons, 10 gallons of water, and we just fill up our, our water. It was free water because it was, it was plugged into a well that just didn't stop, okay? Inside of you is this well of healing. Hello? Wholeness. Strength, well-being, provision that's from heaven, and it's endless, all right? But we do have to access it. We do have to, to draw it up. Now, in the wells that are on a property in, mod, in a modern home, they have a pump in the ground. And when a demand is made, when water is needed, that pump works to bring that water from deep in the ground into the home and into their glass, all right? Well, there is a pump, there is a spiritual pump that God has given us called joy. And I want to go to Isaiah chapter 12 and look at this spiritual pump. I want you to access the resurrection life of Christ that is in you today, all right? Let's go to Isaiah 12. We're just going to keep on going, and you jump in if you want to, but you don't have to, all right? Isaiah chapter 12, verse 2. Isaiah chapter 12, verse 2. Behold, God is my salvation. So we see the knowledge that God has got it. 
God is my salvation. I don't have to search for it anymore. God is my healing. I don't have to search for it anymore, right? God is my salvation. I will trust. I love that. And not be afraid. All right? So we're seeing the knowledge that God is my answer. I'm going to trust in him. I will actively resist fear. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength. See, the pump's running now, isn't it? Right? The knowledge of God activates that pump. Right? The knowledge of God. God is my answer. Whatever situation, whatever you're facing, God is your answer. He's that real. He's that relevant. I mean, however many people may be hearing this message in all of our different lives, wherever we may be in the, here in the continental U.S. Or, or somewhere else in the world, God is your answer right now. Look no further. God is your answer. Look no further. It's when you grab a hold of that that life starts to flow. The pump starts to operate. And that resurrection life of Christ in your spirit starts to rise. And then what does this, what does this, uh, what does a prophet do? He says, behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. So I have the knowledge that God is my answer. I put my trust in him as my answer, and I refuse to fear. I refuse to give in to the whisperings of the enemy who's trying to tell you what your life is going to be like and what's going to happen, what you're not going to be able to do, and how this is all going to turn out. And you stop him with your praise. All right? Let's keep reading. And then we make a declaration. The Lord Jehovah, the Alpha and the Omega, is my strength and my song. Right? He also has become my answer. Put that in when you see salvation. Sometimes we religify that word. That salvation means maybe someday I'll get to heaven. No, it means your right now deliverance. Mm -hmm. Your now Amen. healing. Amen. Your now provision. Your now freedom. Mm -hmm. That's what salvation is. It's always been that. Religion has covered it with some tradition camouflage. It's your right now answer. Let's review verse uh, 2 again. Behold, God is my salvation. I know it now. I'm going to trust in him as my answer. I refuse to be afraid. The Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He has become my answer. Here it is, verse 2. Therefore, with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. Put this with John 4. In you is a well of divine life. 
How do you draw that out? You know that God is your answer. You trust in him. You resist fear. You make up your mind, I will not be afraid. And you declare Jehovah is the strength of my life. He has become my now answer. And what happens when you believe that? You begin to get happy. <laughs> Listen, when the answer to your problem comes, you're not sad. You're not frustrated. No, you're, glad you're not like, oh, what's, when's this ever going to be? No, you wow, <laughs> thank you. God, you have done it. You have healed me. You have provided for me abundantly in every area of my life. You broke the bondage of this addiction on my life when your son, Jesus Christ, rose from the dead. And you begin to rejoice in him. You begin to praise him. You begin to thank him. And as you're doing that, you're drawing divine life from your spirit into your soul, into your body, and it's being dispersed into your life. Just like that pump on that property that draws out the well from uh, the water from the well and brings it into the home. You the praise, rejoicing in what Christ has done for you is that divine pump that pulls the divine life of Christ that's already in you out of your spirit into your soul, into your body, and into every area of your life. Rejoicing. Amen. Rejoicing. Amen. Rejoicing. Rejoicing in him rejoicing in Hallelujah. him. Hallelujah. I've heard you say joy is the bucket. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> joy absolutely. Is the bucket. It's just like the, um, um, in a manual way, right? The, the bucket on the rope. You lower that bucket down into the well, right? Might take a little while, but you lower it down. Mm -hmm. Why do you even spend all that time lowering it? Because there's an expectation it's going to come up full, right? That's right. Overflowing, yeah. So out. I get a strong rope and I keep that bucket hanging there because I know I'm going to lower it again and it's going to come up dripping, soaking wet, full of water. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Same thing. I'm praising the Lord because I know that it's releasing the divine life of Christ that's in me. It's not a religious tradition. It's not a, 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 a fruitless activity. It, it makes much power available to you. It makes tremendous power available to you. And it, is, it, it produces powerful results in our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Rejoicing in him, declaring him the strength of your life, declaring him the answer of your life, and rejoicing in him gives it opens the the floodgates of his power in our lives hallelujah, hallelujah. i'm just reading it again therefore with yeah. joy with joy joy is the bucket joy shall you draw water yes that water that's divine the, the life substance yes right it's the substance yes. uh draw water out of the wells of salvation yes glory to god so let me let's come on let's be real of the, the many times in my life where I just felt like, Phew. <laughs> you know, I just, I'm not going to pull through this. Whatever the, whatever the situation, right, right. what would I do? I would close my door. I'd find a place in my house or wherever I was, and I'd get alone with my father, and I'd begin rejoicing in him. Mm -hmm. 
And I begin saying, Father, thank you. You are greater and you are living in me. And I have the victory because you're my father. You gave your son for me. And Lord, I worship you. You are my answer. You are my victory. You are my strength. You are the health of my body. You are the victory of my family. You are working all things out for my good. Right? And I begin rejoicing. And I do it, I, I, like you said before, some, oftentimes I might be on the ground with my hands in the air. I don't know if you can see me, but I just, I might be jumping up and down. I will literally begin dancing and jumping and shouting, lifting my hands and praising him. And, and, I'll, and I'll just do that. And I'll continue doing that. And sometimes fear is pressing on you when you're doing that. Fear is trying to get you to stop and give in. Feelings, symptoms, they're coming against you in the midst of that. And in the midst of that all, you rise above it by, with your joy, by choosing. And listen, this is a choice in the face of it all. It is a choice to rejoice in Him. And that choosing to rejoice will lift you up and cause the divine life of Christ to flow like a mighty river in your life. Mm. Hallelujah. Joy is the bucket. Joy is the pump that draws the divine life out from your spirit into your body and into your situation. All right. Joy is acting like it's true. It, it, bingo. Yeah. You and I were talking. I wasn't yeah. able to be here with yeah. you last week. So right. after we were chatting yeah. um, about the title um, and act like it's true. Yes. You know, in our culture, we think acting is a profession. <laughs> we think <laughs> acting is a, uh, a job or something uh, that you can grow up to do. And uh, that's based upon playing a role. And we can say kind of like Mr. Rogers did, make believe. We think of acting as, uh, I think, primarily on top of mind is the profession, the industry. Of acting, yeah. Of acting, and that is... Not what we're talking about here. Not what we're talking about. We're mm. talking about action, right? Action. Acting like, and we talked about this too, the word like yeah. uh, doesn't mean uh, uh, sort of, kind of. Uh-uh. It means um, in the manner. If I were to... Yep. Um, style my hair like someone i would be doing it in the manner of so we were talking about that 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 joy so that's why i say joy is and is acting in the manner Mm -hmm. of truth that's That's what we were talking about i think that's just such a a great thing to remember we're not talking about acting like it's true because it's not or pretend that it's true because you don't have it yet no none of that Mm-mm. no begin to act in, in the, the manner, manner of, of the truth so and good. that's what joy is joy so it, you said it's a conscious decision so good even in the face of pressures or fears it's a conscious decision i'm yes. going to rejoice in god why because right now i'm going to act yes in the manner of this truth so good hallelujah so good so good yeah so, good. so, so good. that's so, so good hallelujah so what's the truth that God is your answer. You said it all. You just, you just went through it, right? Yeah. I mean, Isaiah 12, <laughs> 2 gives it to you right there in verse 2. God's my answer. I'm going to trust in him. I'm not going to be afraid. Jehovah's the strength of my life. He's my right and I answer. He's my salvation. He's my song. 
And it's That's so good. You just demonstrated. Boom. You just demonstrated for us how to take the scripture and yeah. speak it concerning yeah. Your, yeah. yourself. So that's so, so good. good. Man, this is so good. Uh, that's something that we need to become more skillful at. Yeah. Take yeah. the word. Yeah. Just yeah. take that scripture yeah. and you say it about your situation. Yes. Uh, go on. Yeah. That's good. I yeah. love it. That's right. Yeah. It's now. It's it is a, now. Realize that this is now. It's for it you. Is. It's in your right now situation. Hallelujah. It's in your right now. <laughs> Whatever the issue is, uh, it could be a, a beach thing. It can be uh, a bill that you weren't expecting. I mean, whatever the situation is, this God is your answer. That's good. He wants us to come to him. He wants us to rejoice. He wants us to rely on him. He's not saying, boy, I wish you'd get it right. Nope. You know, I wish you, you know, you know, I wish you wouldn't have made that mistake nope. and then maybe I could bless you. No, he's nope. saying, trust in me. Put your trust in me. I've already done it. All that I'm asking you to do is to believe that I am. Right? This is what our life is. This is what we're called to believe him. To simply take him at his word and act on it. That's what all life is all about. Yeah. That's how we develop a relationship with him. We we believe that he is. Yes. That he is what? God. That he is what? My answer. That he is what? My health. That he is what? My provision. <laughs> yeah. We believe that, and that brings joy. Yes, it does. Why? Because I don't have to search anymore. I don't have to wonder anymore. I don't have to Google anymore. I've got my answer. Hallelujah. And when you get your answer, when you get that, when that bill is paid, when that situation is changed, when when you're feeling like you know you should feel, you're happy about it, right? (laughs) So praise him now and release that divine life in you and let the divine life flow and turn this whole thing around and so that you can walk in the abundant life that's already been given to you. Hallelujah. I want to give you another scripture real quick here. Let me uh, just adjust that. Uh, this is what the Apostle Paul was talking about. And boy, we could go on for days on this, but we don't have the time. But let me give you a Philippians 4 rejoicing. So don't think that uh, this automatically happens. <laughs> this pump is not automatic. It is activated with our mouth primarily. Yeah. All right? Yeah. With the mouth and the heart, but it's really the mouth. That's the first thing we do. We say with our mouth. There are times I don't feel like I believe it, I feel like I'm just going through the motions, but I keep saying it because I know it's true because God right. said it, right? I don't have to, I, regardless of whether I feel it or not, I know it's true. Why? Because God said it. He said it. And no one's more reliable than him, right? He's not a man oh that he should lie. God. So if God said it, I've got it. So Paul that's, says by the Spirit good. of God, it is good. It's it's good. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go I just want to say, like, you, you wouldn't, uh, you're saying you believe it. Yeah. And so then you, so then joy. So Comes I'm thinking. After yeah, you believe it. Yes. Absolutely. So I'm thinking we've Absolutely. always heard, um, you know, being trained up in the word of God. We've heard that faith is like a rope. That's right. So you talk yeah. about that manual bucket again. Yeah. That joy yeah. is attached to mm-hmm. the rope, yeah. which is faith. I yeah. wouldn't. Faith and joy. I wouldn't just. It's my faith that yeah. that sends that bucket down. Man, that's so it's good. It's my faith that draws that bucket yes. back because I believe the yes. word of God. So that joy is not unattached from yep. the rope. Yep. 
it's the faith. If, if faith is like a rope mm. drawing things from the spirit into my experience, mm. then mm. that joy is attached at the end of that rope. It's the rope that's sending the joy. Yeah. And so it's the faith. It's the believing in the word of God that activates the joy yeah. that brings me the salvation. Hallelujah. Glory I, I just I, listen. I'm I'm not interested in trying to be cool or have a cool <laughs> production here. I'm interested in you experiencing Christ. That's right. Right that's now. That's right. All right. That's what this ministry is about. Glory to God. So just bear with me because we're gonna we're gonna drive this thing <laughs> home. Listen. What was going on in this woman's life who came to Jesus in John chapter four? What was her, what did she need? Well, if you keep reading, this woman was her heart was crushed. She had been through five uh, relationships. I think she said, was it five husbands? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, wow. You have five, and the one you're living with now is not your Yeah, husband. I mean, mm -hmm. that's devastating. Mm -hmm. She had a, a trampled heart. Yes. What did she need? A new heart. What was, God was her answer. What was Jesus saying? I want you to, to drink of me. I want you to, to receive the divine life that I can give you so that your heart can be whole again. Why am I bringing that up? This applies to all of us, no matter what we're facing. God is all-encompassing. God is comprehensive. God is more relevant than, than anything else could ever be in your life. And he's in your right now situation, waiting for you to rejoice in him as your Hallelujah. answer. Hallelujah. He's in your right now situation, waiting for you to rejoice in him. Why? When you rejoice in him, you're activating the divine life that's in you. Hallelujah. What did Jesus say? What things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them. Yes. There's that rope. Yes. I've got it. I've got it. And you'll have them. You rejoice in him when you pray. It right, that means right now, not after I see it, not after I feel better, but right now, I've Hallelujah. got it. Why? Because I feel better? No, because God has done it. Because it's a finished work. I'm healed because Jesus bore this for me. I'm blessed and prosperous because Jesus became poor that I might be rich. I have a, a, a healthy heart, and the Father is, is uh, leading me into the right relationships in my life because Jesus provided for my uh, relationships as well. Hallelujah. Look what the Apostle Paul said. This is so powerful. Verse 4 of Philippians 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Why? So that divine life will continue to flow in you. Keep that pump activated. Keep it going. We're in enemy territory. Yeah. Right? Where this living on planet Earth is hazardous duty. It is. Satan's the God of this world. Keep rejoicing. Keep that divine life flowing, and that divine life foils the devil's schemes. Fear gives the enemy the, the, the upper hand in your life. Don't give in to fear. Don't accept it. Rejoice in the Lord 
four seven. What I, I remember researching this word. I've shared this with you before. The word rejoice many years ago. It means to be full of lively and pleasurable sensations to the point where you're whirling about and dancing. <laughs> Yes. Guys, I do this. That's right. I do this. I I don't do it um, out in public usually, unless I'm in a you know in a gathering of believers. I but I won't do it in a grocery store normally, unless this, <laughs> you know it's some if something calls for it. But I'll do this at home, boy. Woo! You catch me jumping up and down alone in a room. All right, <laughs> be full of lively and pleasurable sensations. You determine how you feel. Listen to me. You determine. How, no, no, your body doesn't. No, your, your, your soul doesn't. You do. Your spirit does. You make up the mind. Uh, you tell your body how you feel. You tell your soul. How, soul, be happy. Soul, rejoice. Soul, worship the Lord. Body, you're healthy and strong. Body, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord always. Be full of lively and pleasurable sensations 24-7. Delight, the Amplified says. Delight, gladden yourselves in Him. Notice that that is a process, right? To gladden means I'm going from one uh, condition to another. I, I may not be glad now, but I'm going to gladden myself, okay? Gladden yourself. Glad, come on, gladden yourself, Highway Church. Gladden yourself. I just, man, I'm just seeing that like you're, you're painting a picture. Gladden yourself. Come on. Just paint a whole new portrait of yourself. Gladden yourself. Why? The Lord is near. He's with you. He's yes. in you. He's your answer. Yes. That brings joy. When you believe that he's your answer, he's your now provision, joy comes, right? Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. Notice these all go together. Trusting him, rejoicing in him, and refusing to be afraid, mm -hmm. refusing to be anxious, refusing to worry. Wow. And God's peace, verse 7, will garrison and mount guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Wow. I want to give you another couple uh, translations here. Well, let's just go to the message. Celebrate God all day, every day. That why? It keeps the divine life flowing. It keeps us in the proper frame of mind. It keeps us uh, soaring on wings like eagles instead of struggling like a, a chicken, right, on the ground trying to figure out how to get out of the coop. It, keep, puts, it keeps us in our rightful place. Celebrate God all day, every day. Hallelujah. I mean rejoice in Him. Verse 7 says this. Oh, this is so good. So good. Before you know it. So it's a process, right? It's not like I start praising him and boom, everything's fine. Right, right, right. You've got to focus on him as your answer. That is the power of our praise. Mm -hmm. That is the motivation for our praise. Yes. That he is our right now answer. That's, right. That's why we're rejoicing. That's why we're dancing in our homes. <laughs> That's why we're jumping up and down because we're focusing on him as our now answer. Mm -hmm. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good will come and settle you 
down. Yes, amen. It's wonderful <laughs> what happens amen. when Christ displaces worry Glory. at the center of your life. Listen, we're just going to go over time a little bit today. Give me, get, Cut me some slack, all right? I believe this is a now word that we all need. Cut me some slack. We're going to go over just by a few minutes, <laughs> all right? It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. Have you ever had something that doesn't taste good in your glass? What I do, I stick it under the faucet. And I, I just, I displace that nasty tasting stuff with water, right? And I run that water until all the bad tasting stuff is just out of the glass. Doesn't happen right away. The water goes in and begins pushing the nasty out, right? Depression is nasty. That's right. Fear is nasty. Yes, it is. Anxiety is nasty, mm -hmm. right? Praise will push the nasty out. Mm -hmm. Praise will push the anxiety out. Praise will push the fear out. Praise will push the, the sickness out. Praise will push the addiction out. Are you hearing me? I am impressed strongly to get this across to you mm -hmm, today. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hallelujah. We're going to do it. All right? It's wonderful what happens when, when Christ, trusting in him, when trusting in Christ, displaces worry at the center of your life. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful what happens. What happens? The salvation of God manifests. The divine life of Christ that is in you manifests. Sure. Hallelujah. Man, this is powerful. Man, this is powerful. I've got to give you one more scripture, all right? Proverbs 14, 26. Confidence and strength flood the hearts of the lovers of God. Hallelujah. Can I give you a reference? Proverbs 14, mm -hmm. 26 and 27. This is the Passion Translation. Confidence and strength flood the hearts of the lovers of God who live in awe of Him. What is that? Rejoicing in Him. Knowing He's my now answer. Trusting in Him. Resisting fear. Rejoicing in Him. Choosing to be full of lively and pleasurable sensations to the point that I jump up and down and shout and praise and sing. Right? Hallelujah. And their, uh, their devotions provides their children with a place of shelter and security. Hallelujah. Man, your praise isn't just for you. No. But listen, if you're married, it's for your spouse. <laughs> if you have children, it's for your children. Hallelujah. It does something to your children. They could be uh, not even in the house. At the time. They could be in a whole different place in the world. But your praise, Hallelujah. because you're connected to them, is going into their lives and changing things for them. Your grandchildren. Yes. Look at verse 27 of Proverbs 14. To worship God in wonder and awe, here it is, opens a fountain of life within you. That's John 4. That's Isaiah 12. Mm -hmm. It's Philippians 4. Opens a fountain of life within you, empowering you to escape death's domain. Hallelujah. Just being real with you, I That's was good. just having a challenging time getting to this today. You know, just, just mentally, emotionally. But I'll tell you what, you know, there, there are times you've just got to, you've got to make up your mind you're going to get 
to what God has called you to That's do. Right. You're going to get there. You're going you're gonna to do what God has called you to do. You are the person he's made you to be. Hallelujah. And guys, there are times when what God's called you to do is not going to fit in the clock. <laughs> and and I, I know I'm, I'm doing my best to keep this thing less than 60 minutes. You're but good. listen, there's just, we're going to flow. Nobody's all right? mad about it. We're going to flow. <laughs> all right? If I could do, encourage you to do anything, it is to know that God is your now answer. Yes. To, to get away, be by, get, get, put your phone down, get some scriptures out that reveal to you God is your answer and begin to worship him. And don't worry about the clock. And let your spirit take the lead in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to pray in just a few moments. Mm -hmm. But before we do that, part of worship is, is worshiping God with our finances, with our money. It's a powerful part of our relationship. Why? Because God doesn't want you to earn money by the sweat of your brow. That was the curse. Did you hear me? Are you saying we shouldn't work? No. The reason that we employ our gifts, the reason that we work, is because we're led by the Spirit of God to do what He's asked us to do. Mm-hmm. Our work is part of our relationship with Him. That's right. We're not doing it so that we'll have money and be provided for. God is our provider. That's right. Your, if whatever job you currently may be working is not your source. You do that job as unto the Lord. You do it with excellence and for God's glory. But you're, you know that God is your source, right? Hallelujah. And you, I want to encourage you to, be, to seek mm. the Lord for your employment and do what he asks you to do. Yeah. Hallelujah. That's good. So you're not just going to a job but you're 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 walking out your destiny all right so good and that can be anything that could be installing wells in people's property that could be um building trailers that can be um installing windows that can be um publishing books whatever the lord leads you that you do that unto him Mm -hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. What am I trying to say? The Lord is your provider. So this is why worshiping him with our money is so important. It keeps that flow mm-hmm, mm-hmm, going, mm-hmm. that divine provision flow, that divine provision flow going, all right? Psalm 37. I, I feel impressed to share this again. We shared it last week. Psalm 37, 19 and 29. Even in a time of disaster, he will watch over his people, and they will always have more than enough no matter what happens because we're not depending on the economy. I mean, inflation is two, right, in these last couple years. Hallelujah. We're not depending on the economy. We always have more than enough. The Lord is our shepherd. We shall not lack. We're always in the black. The faithful lovers of God will inherit the earth and enjoy every promise of God's care, dwelling in peace, abundance forever. Hallelujah. This is God's will for our lives. Hallelujah. Let's worship him right now. Father, what a powerful word you've ministered to us by your spirit 
today. Lord, we trust you as our now answer Mm -hmm. in our situation, in our lives. We trust you now as our right now provision in our lives. Hallelujah. And Father, we thank you for the divine life of Christ in us flowing Mm -hmm. from our spirits into our souls, into our bodies, and into every area of our lives for your salvation bursting forth in us now as we rejoice in you. And Father, we worship you with our money. We bring unto you, Lord God, 10% of our revenue. We bring it unto you, and we bring unto you offerings, Lord God. And we worship you with it, Father. Be glorified in our finances. Be glorified in our financial life. And we thank you, Lord, for an exponential return on our giving. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We love you, Highway family. Listen, the giving information, uh, I think it's still there on your screen, um, and you can utilize that to worship the Lord and sow your seed of blessing uh, into this ministry, into Highway Church. We're so excited. Wednesday night, 7 p.m., Eastern Standard Time, part two of our Bible study, The Bread of Life Diet. If you haven't heard part one, listen to it. Go to it. If you've heard it, listen to it again. Get ready. We're acting on this today. We're acting, we're, we're, we're employing action in the manner of truth because God is our right now answer. We bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bless your families in the name of Jesus Christ. We declare that God's favor is upon you. He has gone before you. He has made the crooked places straight. And you are his beloved. And you are fulfilling your destiny. We love you. We bless you in Jesus' name. And we'll see you Wednesday night. God is so good. We want to invite you to continue to grow in the knowledge of His goodness, who He is, what He's done for you, and who you are in Him. Check out our websites at josephbosco.us and highwaychurch.us and begin living the abundant life He came to give you.